Um, we've been in our series on foundation, and I'm just always encouraged to share this with you as we, as we teach on this every Wednesday night, or we have for the last few weeks, actually the last couple of months. And uh, we started in February after our vision night, casting, as we cast vision that night for what, what I really believe that God wants us as a people to do is, is leave the 99 and go after the one. If everybody's thinking about one person and then connect in the form of relationship with that one. And, um, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about that. There's a lot more to that, but there's a lot, about, a lot that we've talked about as we've been casting vision for this year here at, at, at Gates of the City. But, you know, people, people on the planet, they, they need to know God. They need to know who God is. And it, it, it's compared, and we've used this in one of our messages We've, it's compared to a foundation being laid, you know, when you build a house or you erect some form of a building. If, if there's no foundation and all there is is the frame of the house, then the first storm that comes along is going to topple that house. And, and, and it's not going to stand. We're, we're, not, we're, not people, we're not people that are storm-free people, but we're storm-proof. See, when we have a foundation. Because what happens is, what determines in, in structure, what determines what can handle a storm is how strong and deep the foundation is. We, we lived in the, in the Rio Grande Valley for a number of years, for about eight years, and down there on the coast where there's at times hurricanes and stuff come through, especially on Padre Island, you know, when they build something, they go really deep, as deep as they can for the foundation so that it can withstand the storms. You know, the Bible doesn't say that we're not going to have storms in life, but if we build a foundation in Him, then we're able to handle those storms. And we talked about that in Matthew 7, talks about the man who built his house on a rock versus those who built their house on, a, on, on the sand. And so people today need to know who they are. And so you, you can go to our website to Gates of the City, uh, click on the podcast, and then go to iTunes and type in Gates of the City. There's all types of messages for the last four or five years on there you can download or listen to for, for free. But in, in our series, our foundational series, I really encourage you to go there. I don't care if you've been born again for a long time or a short period of time, but we've been laying some really solid foundation in, in regards to what people need to deal with life. And I, and I tell you, the world, the world out there wants to be able to deal with life and, and wants to be able to overcome. And I'm telling you that in the Word of God, we have the truth to be able to overcome. In fact, in fact, He's already made us overcomers. The Bible says we're already overcomers. We're world overcomers that are overcoming as we trust and have confidence in Him and not confidence in the flesh or in the world. And so we live in the world, but we don't want the world that we personally live in, okay, to be overrun and contaminated by the natural world. We want the world that we live in to be framed by the Word of God. 
And when the world that we live in is framed by the world, you can go through all kinds of difficult and struggles and things that happen that everybody else goes through in the world, and everybody's going to go through those things. But when you're founded on the rock and you have the foundation in God's Word, you're able to withstand the issues and the pressures that come against you. And that's, that's what God wants to help people do, and that's what we've been doing in this series. And so, there were three things that I mentioned to you in the beginning that we would talk about. Number one, faith. Number two, the Word of God. And then number three, church and community. And faith meaning something, you know, faith is, you know, the Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, and we understand that, okay? But the faith I'm talking about is a statement of faith. And every born-again Christian needs a statement of faith that's inside of them. Something that they can, they, they can deliver and share and impart into other people's lives because it's something that's real to them. And, and in, in this series, we looked at five different subjects. And the first subject in this foundational series on faith or the statement of faith had to do with who we are in Christ. If you don't know who you are, how are you going to help someone else find out who they are? Yes? The second thing was repentance. When I came into the kingdom 35 years ago, repentance was like a bad word. It sounds mean and ugly, and I was afraid of it. And everything that had to do with repentance in the scripture, I'd just read over those things. You know, I want everything about faith and victory and prosperity and healing. And yeah! You know, that repentance stuff, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that, you know. I'm telling you, if you don't learn what repentance is and how to use it and how to benefit your life with it, you'll never, ever grow in the things of God, ever. Third thing we talked about was water baptism and really understanding what happens in the same week. We had a water baptism here, and there was a number of people, I think 12 or 15 people that were baptized on that Sunday uh, after, the, after we taught on Wednesday night. And I'm telling you, there, there was... As great of power that I've seen, and even the testimonies of the people that were water baptized, how th- there's just something different in their life. And, and the experience of coming up out of the water with revelation that, that we have dominion over the issues that come against us is something that is just beyond what most people can imagine. You know, water baptism is not something you do to become a member of a congregation of people. It's not something that you do on the day you're born. You don't do it until you understand what the heck's going on. Because when you go in the water, you come up out of the water, leaving the past behind and realizing that you're empowered to overcome the issues of life. And listen, if we, if we don't know how to overcome the power or the issues that, that we face in life, then, then what are we doing here? I'm telling you this, I I wouldn't be here today if there was no power associated with what we're talking about. I ain't playing church. I refuse. I'm here because this stuff works. And I thank God for people like Dr. Avanzini and different ones that that paved a way and, and laid foundation in my life so that I grew up and become who God created me to be. And now, walking in that revelation and understanding, I'm able to help other people. And that's what the kingdom of God is about. It's about one word, duplication. Kingdom of God is about duplication. I was talking to somebody the other day, and, and they were talking about when they... They first started coming to the church here, and, and uh, 
and they had some family members they were kind of concerned that, you know, maybe we'd be drinking Kool-Aid here or something, you know? Like, maybe we were kind of like some of those people at Waco and whatever, and, and you know, like brainwashing kind of people. And now everybody listen to me when I say this. Look at me. Say, look at me and say this after me. I will listen. Okay. Because don't say I said something that I didn't say. We're here to wash your brain. <laughs> okay? And I'm just I'm going to quote the scripture to prove to you that that's what we're here to do. Okay? The kingdom of God is about washing your brain. Those people perverted it. But the kingdom is about brainwashing. Through the washing of the water, of the Word of God, your thinking goes from one paradigm into a totally different paradigm. Where you thought like the world, the Word comes in and it begins to wash your brain and you begin to think like God. Amen? And that is what we're here to do on the planet. We're here to have our brains washed and have other people wash their brains. <laughs> Amen? Amen? So, fourth thing we talked about was the Holy Spirit. And the, and the fifth thing we talked about was um, church and community. In, in, at a lower level than the, the one we're going to talk about when we're done with this topic right here. Okay? So that was all in number one. There's three subjects that we're talking about. Second subject that we started last week is the Word, talking about the Word. And last week, our, our subject was on hearing the Word and the importance in your foundation of hearing the Word of God, okay? If we're not continuously and consistently hearing the Word being preached in our ears, or hearing ourselves declare the Word of God. You know, I've, I've had people, i got family members, and, and, I, and I love them, and, but, you know, they talk about how that their faith is a silent faith. They don't pray out loud, they don't speak out loud, they don't talk out loud, they don't nothing out loud, it's a silent faith, okay? And that's okay, but it don't line up with this, see? You got to be vocal. You got to be speaking the word. You got to be around the word being taught that is what? Brainwashing you. Right? Because you know what? You, you, you sit at school, you sit at the job, you sit, you know, in front of the television, you listen to the news, and I'm telling you, they're washing your brain. That's right. Hmm? They're washing your brain. They're telling you certain things. But what Fox News and CNN won't tell you, what and, I, you know, I'm all about education. I was educated and all that stuff. You can tell by the way I talk. Uh, uh, I believe in education, but education just in itself will not teach you anything about the Holy Ghost, about the Word of God, about the benefits of the Holy Spirit in your life. We've been teaching this series the last two weeks, Holy Spirit, the help, the help. So what he's here to do, he's the helper. 
But the, but, but the world will not teach you those things. They will not wash your brain, but we're here to wash your brain and get you thinking like God thinks, so that God can impart himself in your life and you'll live your life fulfilling his destiny for you instead of you fulfilling what you think he wants. Nothing worse than being right smack dab in the middle of nothing. Because God ain't there. Amen? So tonight, for the next... 22 minutes, I'm going to share with you on, in in regards to the Word of God, I'm going to share with you about reading and studying and memorizing and meditation of the Word of God. Reading and studying and memorizing and meditating the Word and how vitally important it is and how clear the Word is in regards to this. And I want to start with Psalm 1. Psalm 1. Verse 1, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in what? The law or the word of the Lord. And in that law, what does he do? He meditates day and night, not in the, not in the counsel of the ungodly. What would, what would counsel be? Somebody giving you some form of information, okay? So, and, and, you, and you, you know what I mean by this. Um, how, how many people watch the news? My hand's up. I'll, I'll watch it at times. But there's some counsel there that is not always profitable, right? Right? And depending on which newscast you listen to, they're going to be biased in one direction or the other. And so you might be a Fox News man or woman. Well, I'm a CNN guy. I'm a Channel 12 guy. I'm a this guy, that news person, whatever. Well, if you tell me you're a CNN guy, I know the slant in your life because I know what they preach. But blessed is a man that don't put all his marbles in what the printed page from the news tells you. What your iPad tells you when you pull up a certain website that says a specific thing. Blessed is a man that doesn't walk in that council and listen to that kind of stuff and pay attention to it, but the man that delights himself in the Word, and in that law, he doesn't just come to church on Sunday morning, but he comes to church on Sunday morning, but he does something with what he hears, and he meditates day and night, and he listens to teaching, and he listens to the Word of God as much or more than he listens to what anybody else thinks or says. 
If you, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying, if you want to grow and you want to understand God, you've got to spend more time with God than you spend with everybody else on the planet. Oh, man, that's, that's a lot of time. Yeah, so you've got some work to do. And I'm not talking about by next Saturday. I'm talking about what would happen if you just spent five extra minutes with God in some form or fashion in reading, in meditating, in memorizing something? What if you memorized Psalm 1, 1 through 3? What if you memorized that passage? What would it do to you? Ah, Pastor, that's going to take me a long time. I, don't, I mean, I'm busy. I, I got just. I mean, but but just do it. What would happen? What would happen if you memorized? Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Amen. He'd be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Bringing forth fruit in his season, his leaf shall not wither, and whew, how much? Every single thing that you do will prosper. Amen. Reading, memorizing, meditating in the Word of God, if you learn to do that, you say, okay, so, so how do we do that? Well, uh, memorize a passage of Scripture like that. How long would it take you to memorize something? Depends on how bad you want to do it, right? If you wanted to impress somebody, you'd have it by tomorrow afternoon. Maybe by tonight, by the time you went to bed. You're in this world to impress an audience of how many? So go impress God and show him. Memorize it to where you got it all the time. Man, I'm not listening to that counsel. I'm not going to listen to that stuff. I'm not paying attention. That fear that just came to my mind, I'm not, gonna, I'm not giving in to that thing. I'm going to meditate on the word of God. The word of God says that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I'm not letting that tell me I can't. You'd be looking for a job and CNN come on and tell you unemployment in the United States is 72%. Right? Well, I'm going to be one of the 28. See? Because that's the way, that's what the word does when it washes your brain. It starts telling you who you are, see? And you know who you are. Then your helper, the Holy Ghost, will reveal to you who you are, and then you'll not be by yourself, and when you can't, you call your friend, and you can't get a hold of him, but you can get a hold of the Holy Ghost, and you can pray in the Spirit, man, and then he tells you all these good things about you, but see, you have to practice that, and it starts by just taking five extra minutes, five will turn into ten, ten will turn into fifteen, I get twenty, right? That's what happens, see, when you choose to spend more time with God than you spend with the world, then it's a done deal. If I'm, you know, you know, I see you come in. Matt, what were you watching all this week, man? You know, 
tearing him up because he was watching too much movie and too much sitcom and too much of this and knows what's going on on Hawaii Five-0, but he don't know nothing about the Word. But see, if I hammer him like that and I stay on him in that way, he's not going to do it. He'll do it for a little while, but then he'll get tired of it because he won't see any power because he's doing it for the wrong reason. We're doing it to please God. And that's what has to be developed in our lives. We learn to please God. And one of the things you need is to be reading and meditating and memorizing and spending time in the Word of God. Just give Him five minutes. Just five minutes, I'm telling you. Five minutes. Um, Look at this simple little verse. Throw me up there, uh, 1 Peter 2. 1 Peter 2 and 2. As a newborn baby, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. You ever seen a newborn going after whatever its source is? (laughs) Splattering all over its face and all that. I mean, going after it. Huh? Man, I want that. Like a newborn baby, desiring the milk of the word that you can grow. Anybody ever forced a bite of a T-bone in a baby, in a newborn? (coughs) Choke them. They can't handle it. First, they need the milk of the word. What I'm giving you is foundation that is the milk. But see, in every person's foundation are cracks that only milk will fill. You, you, you need the, the constant understanding of foundational things because it helps to secure your, your foundation. When a foundation is weak, they don't always have to come in and just remove the foundation and start over. Sometimes they can come in and level it and set certain things. I've, I've watched them do it. I don't know exactly how it's done, but they come in and, and level it and they set it. And, and, and that's what you know a, a rejuvenation of foundational truth will do to your life, and the more you hear it, the more you realize, man, I, man I, 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 I never got that. No, it wasn't that you didn't get it. It's that you weren't ready for it because there's levels of foundation. There are things, I, I, I've been saved for a long time, for 35 some odd years, and, and th- there are things along the way, in, in the last year, there are things foundationally that I've learned about God that I never saw in those past 34 years. But this last year, I got something else, and something else, and something else. And why? Why? Because I continue to hear. Wow, I've I've heard that. Faith doesn't come from having heard. Faith and confidence and trust and assurance in God comes from hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. If If you purpose in your life from now on, the rest of your life on this planet, to just continue to hear the Word of God, there's no end to what can happen in your life. If you'll just hear the Word, if you'll just continue to be brainwashed every day. Don't drink any Kool-Aid. <laughs> but you just let your, wa- your brain be washed and cleansed by the Word of God, and you'll go from this paradigm to this. You'll go from... The spirit of the world 
to the Spirit of God, and along the way, you'll enjoy the journey. That it's not, there's not difficulties and tests and stuff. I mean, there's just tests and trials and difficulties all through the world. Everything. I'm all out there. There's all kinds of difficulties and, and, and things that happen. Everybody is in the midst of those. I want the answers about how to overcome. Amen? John 8. John chapter 8 and verse 31. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, in other words, if you allow my word to be at home inside of you, to abide is, is, is to be, to be, um, to make residency, to ha- have an abode, a home, a place. If you allow the word to have place in you, then he said, then you are my disciples or my disciplined ones. And you'll know the truth, watch, and the truth that you know is what makes you free. It's not just the truth that you have heard, but it's the truth that you're hearing and that you're doing something with. It's the truth that you're hearing, like we talked about last week, but you're doing something with it. You're meditating on it. You're memorizing it. You know, you're, you're spending time in it. You're allowing it to become a part of you so it has a residency on the inside of you. And when it, it's resonant inside of you, listen, stuff comes and, man, you, you, you have bad days or days that just not as good as other days or whatever or things that, that, that come against you. But, man, when, it's, when it has residency, man, you can draw from it. And then he gave you the Holy Spirit to help you do it. So the Holy Spirit is there to reveal what you're meditating on. See, if all you do is meditate on things of the world, if all you do is watch movies every night, every night you watch movies and sitcoms and you fill your head just with those things, nothing wrong with movies or sitcoms, but if that's all you do, if that's all you listen to, Holy Spirit can't reveal what other people say. He's not going to reveal it. He's going to reveal what the truth says. He said you'll know the truth and the truth you know is what will make you free because you hear it, you meditate in it, you spend time in it, it becomes a part of you, takes up residency on the inside of you and nobody can steal it. Can you say amen? And I like Look at Proverbs 4, Proverbs 4, and verse 20. My son, give attention, give attention to it. Pay attention to it. Cline your ear to my sayings. Don't let what I say, don't let them depart from my eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Watch this. 
for their life to those that find them, and health and healing to all of their flesh. Okay? Um, I mean, just, just this far in the service, which it's almost done, but everything that I've spoken to you tonight, do you feel like that it's challenged you in a specific way in something? Would you say? Just something that I said maybe has challenged you thinking about what I said. Okay. So would these words be the words from God? Yeah, because I'm talking from here. Okay. Now watch me. Watch this. Because this is really important. So it would benefit you to listen to this over and over and over what I said because you won't catch everything that I said. I go back and listen to the words I preach because I don't remember everything that I said, and I'll get blessed by them the same way because it's the Word of God, okay? But the deal is, is that, that in this, I'm giving you my examples, and I'm saying things, and I'm telling you areas that I've come from, but there's things that I'm saying that when you listen to, there, there are messages that I've listened to every year for out of 30 plus years. Things that I heard someone preach years ago, I got them on cassette tapes, and I still listen to the cassette. Got me a little, one of those little bitty cassette players. You can't find a cassette and anything else, I just keep it. And you can barely hear it, and it kind of, it's all wore out, but I can hear it. And I, I, I go back and listen. I put faith in listening to that because there's something in there, and every time I listen to it, something explodes inside of me. That's the power of the Word. But that's not enough. See, that's not enough. God gave us the Holy Spirit, who is the helper, to reveal the truth that you hear to where it applies to you personally. See, he's the spirit of truth. He's here to reveal all truth. So this plan that God set up about hearing and then hearing is a plan that you, if, you, if you bypass this hearing, you won't get this hearing because, because, see, you're not really bypassing this hearing. It just, you're hearing everything else. Well, I don't need to listen to teaching. Okay. Because you're listening to something. Did you hear me? You're listening to something. You're listening to something and somebody. If you don't listen to teaching like this, coming from someone that has dug it out and experienced it and is ministering it under the anointing of God. I mean, you know, I, either I'm anointed or I'm not, and I don't expect to not be anointed, right? So I believe I'm anointed to preach this, and I believe there's an anointing here, and the anointing destroys yokes and removes burdens off of people's lives. But the anointed one through the Holy Ghost will reveal to you the truth of this the way you need it, and that's how it becomes part of you. That's how it takes up residency on the inside that you, you know, it may be a season you believe it because Pastor Bert said it. As long as one day you believe it because God said it. You understand? As long as it comes to this place where you spend enough time with God and you become convinced to a place, however long it takes, that if God said it, it don't matter what anything else looks like, it's going to come to pass because God said it. Amen? And that's why we can't bypass this hearing of the Word of God because you're not bypassing hearing, you're just changing what you're listening to and then your spiritual ears begin to hear and then you hear truth 
and the truth you hear is what will make you free. Can you say amen? And let's end with this verse, Joshua 1. Joshua 1 and verse what? Where am I going? Verse 8. You got it? Joshua 1 and 8. And this book of the law, the word of God, will not depart from your mouth. Why? Because first you need to listen. There's one thing that's been harder than anything in my born-again life to do is listen more than I talk. You got two ears and one mouth, so you need to be listening twice as much as you talk. Absolutely. Hardest thing that I've had to learn. But instead of talking, you're going to meditate. How often? Day and night. So when you get woke up in the middle of the night because something's on your mind, don't go take some sleeping pills and go to sleep. You got to tough it out and stay awake because God wants to talk to you about something. Oh, you mean God's going to like speak to me? Yeah. He'll speak to you with the word that's inside of you. And all of a sudden, revelation will come to you. He wants to talk to you day and night. Well, I don't know about all that. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Meditate day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. So you can observe. You're going you're gonna to hear the word, keep your mouth shut, meditate day and night that you may observe, so through your meditation, you begin to see how God sees it, to do according to all that is written in it, for then, then after you listen and quit talking, and you meditate, and you learn to do that, see, you, you, don't, you don't just come from a message like this, and then, you know, start meditating for 14 hours, right? How many minutes? Give them five minutes, just five. Five will turn into 10, 10 to 20, 20 to 30, and just do it. Just do it. Just, just don't, don't sit around thinking about what you haven't done. Don't compare yourself to the next guy that gets up at four in the morning and prays. Don't do none of that. Just get up, just, just find five minutes to spend with God, and it'll turn into more because you want it. And when you meditate, you say, you know, man, man I, you know, I, I just want to be a success. I just got through reading, reading, uh, Bill O'Reilly's book on killing Lincoln. And Lee Harvey Oswald, all he wanted was to be a success and for people to know him around the world. So he blows the president's brains out so that history will know who he is. You don't have to do that. You can do this. What do you say? Then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have Good success. Can you flip the amplified right there real fast? For then, watch. Then you will make your way, wait, wait, wait. observe to do all that is written in. For then you shall make your way prosperous. And then, watch, you will deal wisely. You'll deal wisely and have good success. You'll be, you'll be one of the most successful people because 
You've gotten the wisdom of God, and now you're learning to walk it out, and it's making you. I tell you what, I spent, watch this, this is really good, and then I'm done. And then we're going to watch the Spurs. But this is really good. I've been saved for a little over 35 years, and I'm telling you, I made some mistakes. Wow. And along the way, the enemy tried to bring up my past and say, you know, but you know, there was a lot of wasted time there. Why? Because I brought a lot of baggage in. You know, get born again, old things are passed away, and behold, everything is brand new, but not up here. Man, I just brought some stuff. And just some weird stuff and crazy stuff. And when my kids were little, there were things that I didn't do exactly right. And I wasn't a good father in certain ways. You know, I mean, I, I never hurt anybody or abused anybody or anything like that. But I just, I just was a non-existent father consumed with himself because of where I came from and the fears that I had to deal with. So the enemy wants to come and say, man, see, that's just wasted time. See, they got issues in their life or there's something wrong and they'll never get it. No, no, no. You know what I say every day? My wife and I say this over ourselves every day. Our latter years, our latter years are greater than our former years. <laughs> Covered that, baby. Huh? I'm telling you, thus saith God. If you believe in the anointing of God and you believe what the Word of God does, then your latter years can be better than your former years. And all the regrets you had in the past, Paul said, one thing I do, forgetting what's behind, I'm pressing toward the mark of the high calling of God in Christ. And it doesn't matter if you're five years old today, if you're 20 years old today, if you're 50 years old today, if you're 80 years old today, it doesn't matter. Old things are passed away and hold everything is brand new and your latter years will be greater than your former if you'll do this stuff. If you'll read meditate and you'll memorize and allow the word to take up residency on the inside there's no end to what can happen can you say amen father tonight i so dearly dearly thank you for the power and the strength and the revelation of your word lord i thank you tonight for the privilege to be able to preach your word and and not only just preach your word, but to believe what I'm preaching. I believe this. I believe that it's right. I believe that you're true and that your word is true. Lord, I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit that helped me through my life to never quit. He helped me. He's my helper. He's always been there with me, never leave me to forsake me to the ends of the earth, and he helped me. And the fact that I just didn't quit empowered me to overcome to be standing where I'm standing today, to be able to be a blessing to other people. And I thank you for that, Lord. I say that about myself, but I thank you for that, for each and every person that's here. You're no respecter of person. What you did for me, you'll do for anybody else. And I declare today, I declare today by the power of God that the Holy Spirit, the Helper, here to reveal all the truth that they're reading and they're meditating and they're memorizing and they're spending time in when it starts at five minutes and 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 as it increases it increases because they want it and the helper will make sure that they don't quit glory to god because if you don't quit you reap father we thank you we give you praise tonight in jesus glorious name
everybody said amen and amen. God bless you tonight.